Hello, everyone, and welcome to the VODcast with Homelander Memes and VOD Productions here. Hello. Today, we're going to talk about Season 3. Season 3 in three weeks. Bro, it's it's exciting. I can't believe, like, how how close we are. It feels like we waited forever, but now it feels so close, yet so far away. I'm so excited. I think... I think everyone is too. I mean, you can definitely tell everyone's talking about it more. It's it should be it should be a lot of fun. It's only one thing that sucks though. Which is my account. It's been taken down. Oh yeah, I saw that. Like I don't I don't even know what happened with that. I feel like this podcast has gotta be cursed or something because HQ got taken down not too long ago and now your account's gone. Is it a coincidence? Who knows? I don't know. It's It is quite crazy though. I can't believe they would just take me down over nothing. I mean I didn't break the guidelines. I don't even honestly really know what it is. Maybe something I put on my story, but even yeah, so but... it's ridiculous and they I've filed appeals to the point where I can't file anymore, and they better give me back the account because it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem that I have with Instagram, I think, is they're so soft when it comes to the terms of service. It's like I don't even understand, like, what their things are because I'll see some stuff that's, like, the most insane things ever, and I'm like, how do they yeah. still have an account? But then, like, like legit gore. Yeah, and it's like, how do they still have an account? But then... You know, you'll get removed for, you know, memes or whatever. I I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I think all it's the ridiculous. platforms are pretty bad with it, but... Elon Musk needs to buy Instagram now. <laughs> he just buys all the platforms. Yeah. Bro. I don't know, man. But, at least on the bright side, you had a backup account. Yes, Homelander underscore memes. So go follow my boy on there. Spread the word. Get the follower count back up. We gotta get it back to 50k. You see, you know, what what this is, is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, alright? So, we gotta get to 100k by the end of Season 3. Got a double. You're right. Got a double. It's You're right. Small, small roadblock. Minor setback. Major comeback. You're right. You're absolutely right. My goal? 50k, two weeks. 50k, two weeks. 100k, three weeks. A million. Uh, There's probably not even a million accounts that watch the show, let's be honest. <laughs> That's bigger than the entire The Boys subreddit. You, you would have to have everybody in the fandom follow you. I'd, I'd be close to Tony Star and followers. Do you imagine? I wonder if there's like a... I wonder if there's a single account, celebrities included, in The Boys fandom. would have to be one of the celebrities that every single fan of The Boys follows. I highly doubt there is. But that's uh, funny. Yeah, some people don't use social media. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm talking about, like, the ones that are on social media, though. Oh, yeah. Like, out of that. I mean, the, the entire cast has grown a ton since mm-hmm. they first started. You know what's crazy is I know I'm pretty sure Aaron's Instagram um, plays Starlight. I'm pretty sure hers, like, doubled or tripled in size after season two. Yeah. And I feel like... After season three comes out, like all of their accounts are gonna probably like double or triple again. I I really think this third season is going to be insane in terms of like people talking about it and whatnot. I've I've kind of went back and forth on that opinion. Like, like there were some days where I was like, I don't know actually if it's gonna be that big, but 
then you see like the boys post like any minor like marketing thing and everybody goes crazy in the fandom it's like yeah. twitter like twitter today was popping off because of the news that um not sure if you saw Kripke's tweet earlier today but he said that starting next week they're going to start marketing the show like crazy yeah so hype is going to be insane so that means i mean that means we got to get a trailer soon right a final trailer I hope so. Maybe a couple more. One thing as well to mention that's very nice to see is the, I think which has helped, is something we've personally mentioned on the podcast, and it's nice that they're finally doing it, whether it's because of the pod or not, who knows. But the the official account for the boys has been extremely interactive with people on Twitter over the last two weeks. Really? Um, Yes, they have been retweeting fan art. They have been replying to fans. They don't seem to be annoyed anymore. Like they used to always act annoyed when people ask for the trailer. Now they just respond with memes. Um, is it like, Kripke behind the account? Uh, no, I don't think it's Kripke. They they got their own social media person for it. Might be a couple people that run it, but I do not believe it's Kripke. Hmm. So it's probably just some social media person. Butcher's wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw. I saw they actually posted a meme about that one day. This is like a year ago about that scene with um, Homelander talking about your. What was it? It was a scene where basically talking about Becca, how you know the social media guy's wife or whatever, and then they're like, "Oh shoot, wait, we're the social media guy." <laughs> oh. So, how big do you think? Are you personally? like hopeful for season three like how do you think it's going to compare to season two in terms of the fandom because you've been around since the very beginning obviously from season one and you've seen season one and you've seen season two you want to kind of talk about how the fandom has evolved since then since you started uh when i first started there was no fandom the hashtag for homelander was in hundreds not even i mean it, it was there was nothing, and that's when I took the market, because it was a wasteland. It didn't exist. Yeah. it's And then, did you tell me at one point, like, season two was, like, four or five times the amount of people, pretty much? Uh, yeah, season two, like, completely blew up, and, well, I blew up five times the size I was. Went from 10,000 to 50,000. I mean, I remember, like, because I joined, because I was a fan of the show since season one, but I didn't actually join the fandom until season two. And mm-hmm. I remember I joined, like, late into season two, and it was it was a fun time. I mean, every day was, like, it was buzzing, like, just out the water yeah. with stuff. And then it just, you know, eventually, like anything, it slowly tapered off. But, yeah, season three should bring that back. Yeah, sure. we're back. It's so going to be our time to shine. Time to shine. So we're probably getting an official trailer soon. Probably getting, you know, the first three episodes, obviously, June 3rd. So that's going to be that's gonna be pretty Beautiful. good. It's going to be good. And I like the weekly release that they're doing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I was talking to someone earlier today, and they said they, they love it too because they're kind of like a, like a writer at heart. Um so they kind of like to analyze, you know, the certain little plot points in between, you know, each episode. And I think when you have a weekly release, it allows for more discussion like that because people also like take, to theorize, right? Like people theorize and break down like small Easter egg stuff. And sometimes they're wrong, but sometimes they're right. And then it ends up being pretty cool. So do you remember when everyone thought like the fly was going to be something? 
Yeah, I remember that. I remember. So it's funny that you mentioned that because I had a buddy of mine at work um, who started watching the boys like late, like after season two came out. And he's like, you know, he's like, I've noticed he's like, every time something happens, there's this fly that comes up. And he's like, don't tell me what it is, but I know it's related to the plot. And I'm just sitting there in the back of my mind thinking, nope, not, not at all. <laughs> but you know, it would be funny if they adapted that though, and then like made it part of the plot somehow. Like, imagine them like bringing like they a definitely fly should. Soup. Yeah, they just start to go back and be like, "Oh yes, the fly was actually a soup all along." They could probably write it in, but how would you write it in? Definitely a little like a little fly soup, like a shapeshifter maybe. Oh, that's good. How powerful would the fly soup be? Probably not very. Mm. Probably like like a spy. You know what I mean? Like, gather intel for Vought. That's why I thought it would be, actually, like, when I first... Like, I heard them on my own, and I, and I thought there was something. I looked it up. Other people heard it. Yeah, it's funny. I must. I just must be totally oblivious, because I didn't even notice the fly. Like, I saw people to- talking about that on the subreddit. I'm like, what are people on about about a fly? Like, I don't understand. And then I was like, oh, that's what they're on about. Okay. So I thought it was weird, because, like, how do you accidentally get a fly in the audio? That just seems, and it's kind of weird because I mean, I guess it was the first season, so low budget, but still, I mean, it's an Amazon. Multiple times. It's like an Amazon production thing, too. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's odd. But I don't know. I mean, you know, one of the Batman movies, like, you know, what was wasn't it the Dark Knight where like they had like a that major scene mess up where you could see the cameraman in the interrogation scene or whatever. Oh uh, yeah. So it's like you know, if it can happen in a Hollywood blockbuster movie, you know, it can happen in a in a TV show too. You get minor slip up and yeah. you're like ah. Uh, not gonna go re-record that yeah like sometimes you think it's a prop gun oh yeah it's not and in a way i think it almost kind of helped them with the marketing because i remember seeing posts about that um where people were like were like oh hey i think something's up with this fly and so it actually got people talking about the show for no reason whatsoever yeah yeah but i don't I don't really think season two had anything like that, did they? Where it's just like some random thing people keep talking about that really has no substance. Besides Homelander drinking milk, I guess. But besides that, was there anything? I don't mean I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, I don't think there were any like technical issues or anything. Were there any like small minute details? Um. Well, they had like the the foreshadowing posters hidden. Like, I think a big one was season two, episode one, when Huey walks out of the comic shop and there's all those, like, posters on the wall for, like, Liberty and the Church of the Collective and everything. Like, that was supposed to be, like, a foreshadowing for, like, later on in the plot. Oh, yeah. And they also, uh, there's a lot of Soldier Boy mentions. Yeah, especially, you remember that big uh, tower or statue of Soldier Boy at the Homelander press conference thing? Yeah. Yeah. How how big of a role do you think he's going to play in season three? Because, I mean, obviously, we've kind of seen... I mean, we get the idea... I mean, at least the marketing seems to push him quite a bit. But it's like, how much do you think... Do you think he's going to be similar to Stormfront? That he's going to be, like, rival Homelander and be that kind of antagonizing force? Or do you think he's going to be a little bit less important? Or wh- where do you see him going? I So... My um my theory would have to be that he's going to be like, I feel like he's going to actually be like a superhero that's trying to be a superhero. And he's going to like try to do things the old fashioned way and like not really realize the power dynamics that are happening there. And, you know, like Homelander's 
very fragile, so I imagine that they get into an altercation at some point, which causes the black eye that we see in the trailer on Homelander. That's true, and I think one thing also is it's like it's kind of weird because with Soldier Boy, it's like what stops them from just because if he when they say that he was Homelander before Homelander, it gives me the idea that he's as powerful as Homelander pretty much. And that Homelander is probably not going to like him because Homelander doesn't like anybody who challenges his status quo. At least as popular. At least as popular, that's true. So what stops them two from just fighting right out the get-go? Because Homelander is going to be unhinged. He basically is at this point. And with Stormfront, like she was mm. able to kind of control him because you know other reasons seductive reasons we, we should we, we can say um goth girlfriend yeah yeah seductive reasons that kind of had him yeah. interested because homelander has always had up until this point some like female character to kind of like control him like you had Stillwell who had this weird like grip on him and then stormfront in season two so does anyone do you think anyone's gonna have a grip on him in season three? Because his two like main female, I guess, lovers, you could say, are gone. So who's the one that's going to keep him controlled? Well, I mean if Stormfront does come back, maybe she'll try to take that role again. But I have a feeling that he'd kind of become like disgusted of her almost because of what's happened to her, you know? I don't like I, I don't think she'd have the same effect on him. Yeah, and, and I think, too, it's like there were moments like, I mean, he was definitely saddened by her death or, you know, what appears to be her death at the end of season two. But at the same time, it's like I think once it got closer to the end of the season, even he started to realize how absolutely insane she was. And so yeah. I just don't think that that grip is really the same. Now, one thing worth mentioning is I'm not sure if you've seen the summary for the boys listed on Prime Video, but they updated the description yeah, for season three. Yeah, I did. The whole line about it's been a year of calm, Homelander subdued, and then Butcher working for Huey of all people. There's a lot to unpack with that. Like what? Yeah. Like how has there been a year of calm? How do they subdue Homelander and Butcher? What? How is Butcher working for Huey? Because Huey just got the job. So I guess maybe. Homelander is subdued as in, like, because of the blackmail? Maybe. Or because of uh, Soldier Boy. Potentially. I mean, I think they're going to have to have a lot of explaining to do when it comes to the opening of Season 3, because I know when they did the Vought News Network things, that was supposed to be, like, the 7-on-7 broadcast, like, that was supposed to fill in the time gap between Season 2 and Season 3, and I don't think those did a really good job, and I don't think the mass audience watched those, so I think they got to find some way to figure out, like, to fill in the story between two and three if you're going to have a one-year time jump, especially with the way season two ended. Yeah, that's so. true. Like, I don't understand how they're going to uh, explain. I guess, uh, I mean, everybody went their own ways at the end of the season. Yeah. I, I, I think just... Oh, go on. No, nah, I'm just saying that they're probably just, you know, with their families and such, probably all parted ways. Yeah. One thing I think that'd be really cool, and it'd be a great opportunity to do this, and I don't know if I've said this on the pod before, but I know I've said this in conversations with people, is 
Now would be a perfect opportunity while everyone's kind of split up and they had this quote unquote honeymoon ending at the end of season two to start off season three with like a very brief like montage thing where you go through all the characters and you kind of show a glimpse of like what their life is like if there isn't this war against Vought and against the soups because Grace tells Butcher at the end, like, hey, you guys are off the most wanted list. You guys are good. You know, and then Huey goes to work for Newman. It'd be cool to see, like, some random, like, time skip thing. Like, maybe you cut to a scene of, you know, Frenchie and Kamiko, like, baking with each other or something. And M.M., like, playing with his kids and, you know, Huey and Annie doing something. And you kind of tease, like, what their life would be like, essentially. And then, obviously, you know, shit's going to break loose and you're going to get sucked right back into the reality that they live in but that'd be cool that that does get me thinking that if there is an episode do we know which episode is going to be the musical right so uh no we don't but in case people aren't familiar with what we're talking about uh, they basically came out today and said that there's going to be an episode that's a musical so yeah i don't know i'm wondering since in the trailer it, uh, it seems to show us a glimpse of it with Kimiko and Frenchie and some kind of like hospital or asylum. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, does that mean that Kimiko or Frenchie, one of them, is imprisoned up to that episode point? You know, like, are they going to be at that hospital up until that point? I mean, maybe. To me, it didn't really ever look like they were in like an asylum. It kind of looked like it was more part of like a play or something but honestly i'm not sure i could why would they be there though that's true i just i think it'd be weird for them to run the prison plot again because there was already the plot in season one where kimiko got taken and thrown into the the jail cell so i just don't see like i don't see how you could run a prison plot again i think i mean maybe so much maybe that maybe that whole musical episode is based around kimiko's like experience while i don't I don't know. How do you, how do you feel about the idea of there being a musical episode, just in general? How do you think that's going to go over? I could get behind it if it's not completely stupid, like diabolical level. <laughs> Diabolically levels of stupid. That that's going to be our rating scale <laughs> that's for season standard. three. It's going to be yeah. diabolical to ten. If you rated <laughs> diabolical, then that's not good. Yeah, exactly. See, on the surface, I'm kind of a hater of it. I mean, obviously, I love the boys, so I'm going to watch the episode. I just feel like I'm going to come out of it very annoyed because singing in TV shows always annoys me. Even the What about th- Huey and Annie, though? See, what if they sing? Okay, here's the thing. That'd be cute. That would be very cute. You're not wrong. You're kind of pulling at the heartstrings of that. But it's still, for me, it's like when two characters in a show sing to each other. It annoys me for some reason, and I don't know why. Even when Starlight sang at Translucent's funeral, and you know how much I love Starlight, I was still like halfway annoyed. Now, if there's a cute montage going on in the background, like there's a cute song playing in the background, and it just shows like Huey and Andy doing stuff, and I'm chill with. But then, like actually singing, like I, I don't know. That maybe uh... I can get behind, but I don't know if I can get behind an entire episode of singing. Like, I think I'm going to go insane if it's 60 minutes of singing. I just don't know. Cringe. Also, is Kamiko singing? Oh, yeah. Good question. Because if you remember, Kripke teased when people asked if she was going to speak in season three, he was like, he was like, let's just say that she's a fan of, like, Hollywood musicals or something, I think was his quote, or Hollywood movies or something like that. So is it like... Silent films. 
Yeah, so it's like, is it that she can't, she won't speak, but she can sing? I don't know. Imagine that being a scene of, like, character development for her, is she can't, she can't speak, but she can sing, so then she just starts singing all the time. Do you know how dumb that would be? That would be really dumb. Could you imagine Butcher <laughs> just glaring at her while she's just singing, singing to Frenchie? Yeah. Imagine Butcher singing, though. Oh, no. I don't even want to know. <laughs> we know Soldier Boy sings because of that clip in the trailer. Oh, he does? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the trailer, there's like a brief clip of him singing. So we know he sings, and we know... I don't know, they've teased a lot of music for this season, and that makes me, like... I Starlight. Starlight's probably going to sing. Like, I don't mind it as long as... Ended by our heroes. Never die. (laughs) See, I I don't mind it, but it's like, if it starts to go overboard, and I'm just scared it will, because a lot of the stuff that they've done recently has been kind of overboard. Like, Uh with Diabolical, for instance. So I'm I'm just worried that, like, the singing thing, like, someone had that idea in the writer's room, and they're just like, you know what, let's just make it a whole episode now, and then you're just going to be sitting there watching it, like, what is happening? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it reminds me of Diabolical, we love that. (laughs) (laughs) We need to start drawing from the Diabolical uh, formula. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like this podcast is just a, a just an anti-diabolical podcast at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like this, um, this is what we do on the weekly. We just rip diabolical now, just for no reason. It didn't even really do anything else to deserve this much hate now. Now we're just now we're just ripping on it. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I think I think the musical one's gonna be kind of sus. I hope it's episode two or three. So it's one of those things where it all comes out on the first week and so if it's a bad episode i could just be like it doesn't matter because there were already two other good ones like if it's a thing where i have to wait a week for an episode and then it's the musical and it's trash i'm gonna be like why well, i waited a week to say that yeah are they releasing them all in chunks of three no so it's the first three on june 3rd and then it's one a week the remaining five okay so like, like they did with season two the exact same release pattern okay so was there an episode of a uh, season two that you watched and you like really didn't like, or did you did you um, really like them all, or not like them all? I don't, I don't know if you really want me to get into my Huey and Annie spiels. You can. Well, I thought the uh, I know you liked the scene, but personally, I didn't like the scene. Uh, the car ride trip. No. The road. The road trip. Well, see, so I have talked about people singing, and. That scene was definitely super cute, but it's them singing. So yeah. it's like average for me, but still very cute. It was, still it was the singing. That's what did it for me. Still very cute because it's such a, it's such a cute moment because it's like that, that's Huey's song and she starts singing it and you can see his face light up and he's like, oh my gosh, she likes Billy Joel. Anyway, you can continue. I, the one thing, like, I find it weird that, like, the writers can't successfully uh, have makes, like, make Starlight have connections with any characters other than Huey. Mm, she has connections like with Maeve. Think about it. A, a, a little. I mean, their stories crossed in the finale. But then, um, I mean, like, she never really had a thing with... Like, they tease little relationships with, like, Mother's Milk and her and Butcher and her. Even Kimiko gives her a hug, you know? 
it's like even Homelander, like they ha- they've had conversations, but name one person that has a relationship with her in the show aside from Huey. I mean, and it's her mom. So, I mean, I'll disagree with you on Queen Maeve because I will say that throughout the entire first season, Queen Maeve it basically mentors Starlight. I mean, she's there from the very first episode when Starlight's like throwing up in the bathroom and she's like, you know, do you need me to hold your hair up or whatever? Like, whatever. And then yeah, she's like, I gave these of myself away. And then at the end of the first season, it's, you know, she's there when Starlight finds out about Huey being like lying to her. And she's like, you know, our weakness is people. It's not, you know, bullets or whatever. And, but I don't think in season two, she really mentored Starlight as much anymore. I think it was mainly season one. Season two, I don't really remember her. Like, but she has her back, like fighting wise. She does save her life. So that's a big, yeah. big part. You can't really leave that out. <laughs> Which that part kind of annoys me just because I feel like Starlight should be able to hold her own and not consistently need help from people all the time. But that's a different topic. She gets whooped. Uh, so is the only episode you didn't like in season two then just season two, episode four then? Because that was the. Uh, Whoa, I, I'm not saying that I dislike the whole episode, but. Just that part. Yeah, I definitely wasn't a huge fan of that part. But all the other episodes of season two you really liked? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there there are scenes that, you know, some scenes I'm dicey on, I guess. Right. I guess that's kind of how I feel. I think for me, the only episode that I really dislike out of season two was season two, episode five. And that normally gets a reaction out of people because for a lot of people, that's their favorite. Um, that's the one where Butcher. Which one is that? That's the one where Butcher fights Black Noir in the house. Butcher fights Black Noir in the house. Oh, I like that episode. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the reason I didn't really care for it is because at the beginning of the episode, Butcher leaves the boys, and at the end of the episode, he's back with the boys. It seems like such a quick, like drastic, like change of events. All the wait, why do you leave the boys to begin with? Because that's when he went to go find Becca in episode four, and then she said that she didn't want to be with him because he didn't want to take Ryan. Okay. And then so he was, like, depressed, and he called Huey, and he's like, oh, I'm going off the grid, I'm going to Argentina or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then he ends up going to see his dog, and then that's when Black Noir follows him. Yeah. Noir. I mean, it's interesting to play with the idea of Butcher leaving the boys. I just think that whole narrative plot line was rushed because it's like in the same episode he leaves the boys and comes back and it's just like what was the point of the episode then it's not as dumb as them sending huey to the hospital while they're the most wanted people alive oh yeah yeah we've been on that shtick before do you think there's going to be any huge narrative plot holes in season three or do you think they've they've learned their lesson from season two so that's what it was so earlier we were talking about dumb things in the show that like happened and season one was the fly season two is all just the plot holes with the most wanted thing like they just completely forgot about the boys yeah. being most wanted like halfway through the season <laughs> so there we go so what, what's the thing for season three then what's going to be the is it going to be they just forget huey works for the government that's going to be what i'm calling right yeah. now they're just going to forget <laughs> they're going to forget the whole like huey government plot line <laughs> You're just going to be out here just, like, breaking laws. We went there for no reason. I'm calling it right now. That's going to be You couldn't it. figure out, like, a story for him. How do you think, how do you think Huey working for the government is going to change his... 
Do you think it's going to change his character at all? Because you see, I mean, he's all dressed up in a suit now. I mean, he's looking fresh. But, like, how do you think that impacts his character? Do you think he's still going to be, like, really whiny? Or do you think he's going to be more, like, more on top of it? I'm hoping he'll be more confident. Because, like, he'll have the resources. And he's more, like, you know, organized now. He's not, like, on the streets with Butcher. Do you think Annie's going to be like, ooh, you look so good in a suit? Oh, yeah. he's gonna. She's going to say, sexy daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah i don't know man i mean i think he, annie's gonna dig the suit hopefully they stick together at the end of the third season yeah so what's something as far as as far as the the third season goes let's talk about a character we haven't talked about much what do you think is in store for queen mave in season three i think she's got a sword so what's up with the sword? She also has a sword in the comics. Do you think she becomes more powerful? Um, Why does she need a sword? She doesn't. They joke around about it in the comics, too. See, that... Ooh, so that's interesting. So in the comics, it's more like them making fun of her because she has a sword? Yeah, it's like a prop sword. Oh. Because I know, like, a lot of people have been super excited to see her with the sword in the trailer because they think it means that she's going to be, you know, really badass with it. But it's like, it doesn't make sense because power-wise, you don't need a sword where you can just punch people with, like, the force of a truck. Yeah. Like, what, what, like, what do you I need mean, a sword for? Wonder Woman has a sword. I guess. And a shield. Give her a shield. They can have a sword and no shield. Exactly. But she has a shield. Her whole body is basically a shield. But then is Wonder Woman basically a shield? Yeah, she could shield me any day. Oh, no. <laughs> so, okay, so what about... Okay, so what are your predictions for all the relationship plot lines right now? Huey, Annie, Frenchie, Kamiko, Homelander, and whoever, and Maeve and Elena. What do you think, when season three ends, how do you think, what is going to be the status of all of those relationships? Oh, so I think Homelander might find a new sugar mama. Brother. Um, yeah. Maeve and Elena? Uh, I think it's over. Yeah. Hopefully we don't have to suffer through more of that plot line. <laughs> oh, no. See, so that's the weird thing with, like, the Maeve and Elena thing for me. Anytime they came on screen together, it was just kind of annoying because they're, to me, they're their relationship plot never really went anywhere. And I think that's mainly a fault to the writers because I felt like every time they came on screen, it was just Elena screaming at Maeve that she's a superhero and she just should go back to Homelander. And I felt like that was every single scene they had together. And Maeve was like, but no, I care about you. And Elena's like, no, you're a superhero now. So bug off. And mm -hmm. that was ba that. That's basically the summary of their entire plot line. Um, you and the girlfriend doesn't really have much personality be honest. Again. She's a bit of a wet blanket. <laughs> is, is that your inner footage HQ coming out now? Are you getting vocab? It is. Yes, yeah, so I've adapted her vocab. Nice. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could, you could say the same thing about any ship. I mean, you could say that Huey and Annie's boring. I know you hate them. Um, no, but they're two interesting characters. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, she always denied me and stuff. That's true. Huey and Annie's like the very stereotypical like young kids kind of in love and it's like it's kind of in a way it's immature but it's like very naive. It's still more fleshed out than the comic so. Right. So do you think so do you think they're going to be together at the end or no? 
for the third season. Um, I don't know. I mean, hopefully, I don't. I don't really want them to split. Yeah. Okay. So we got. What do you think? Honestly, I don't know, because I feel like at some point they're going to have to split. But I'm trying to convince myself that that won't happen. Because if it would have happened, it should have happened already. Um, and if it's not because of, you know, Supersonic coming into the picture, I feel like it's got to be something that's going to split them up. At the same time, I think it would just be kind of repetitive to have a thing where in season three, they split up like halfway through. And then at the very end of the third season, they, you know, get back together. Because in season two, they they weren't split up, but Annie wasn't exactly happy with him. Right. And then they kind of, you know, kiss at the end of the second season and it's implied that, you know, they're going to be together. So I could see it going either of two ways, but I do remember Kripke making a comment about how he likes there to be moments in the boys show that illustrate that even in a world as twisted as the boys, that there's still moments for like happiness and hope that there still is good that exists. And I think Huey and Annie is a pretty good representation of that. That's true. They've got one of the like purest relationships. Pretty much. Besides him lying to her all of season one. Uh, yeah. Outside of that. And her almost killing him. Yeah. And arresting him. Right. Yeah. And Butcher shooting her. Yeah. You mentioned her dynamic with Butcher earlier, and that's a very good dynamic. I want them to have another episode in season three together, because that episode with them two was very good. Those few scenes they had together. It's interesting. You remember when he almost shot her? Yeah, you can see him, like, he's holding the gun, and he's, like, so close to doing it, and he's like, ah, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, he was ready. Imagine how different the show goes if he shoots Annie there. Like, how different do you think? Well, wait, he, would it even kill her, though? Well, uh, I don't think so, because, I mean, he already shot her in the first season. I mean, I think he was having a more powerful gun this time, but I think it's pretty well shown that the soups can't be destroyed by bullets no matter how strong the bullet is yeah she's bulletproof pretty much i think is there anything else you want to talk about I me mean, i think we're probably at like 30 minutes or so but i don't know really what else we can talk about you imagine that annie will survive till the final season yes what makes you in my so confident in my eyes and maybe i'm slightly biased because she's my fave but in my eyes i see her as like, if you took the boys and you had to take, like, the four, like, main, like, core pillar characters of the show, I think it's Homelander, Starlight, Butcher, and Huey. Those are, like, your core four. And I don't think anything is going to happen to any of those four characters. Because they're the ones that get the most screen time, and I think they're the ones that are the most integral to the plot. If you look at how much work and effort has been put into the storyline as far as Starlight's journey throughout season one and season two... She's given so much screen time, but I just don't... And they've continued to build her up. Now, they could... If they did kill her, it'd be very shocking. And it would... I mean, it would be a good scene, I guess, as far as a narrative shock point goes, because you don't expect it. And they have teased her dying multiple times. You know, you have A-Train almost take her out, and then you have Black Noir almost take her out. So it's like every season she has a scare. But I think she survives. I think she survives the show. I think... Her and I think her and Huey survived the show. There's a lot of different ways you could write it because you could also 
have like a weird twist where like no one survives. I I know a lot of people wouldn't want to see this, but I wouldn't terribly mind having the idea of seeing Starlight become corrupted almost. Like if she gets more powerful and then she turns like evil. But I just don't think that would be the message that they're trying to portray in the show. Like I, I think she becomes just as bad as the ones that she hated. Yeah. Because her kid I mean, she they kinda like they show her giving in to like the whole, you know, Vought persona in season one. And even in season two, she's just forced to like, you know, live that life. That's the thing, and I wonder if maybe if season three is going to be a turnaround for that, because at the very end of season two, I think it's a very defining moment when the final press conference with Homelander happens, and she is back in her original outfit. Like, she probably went to Stan Edgar and was like, listen, buddy, I'm putting my original outfit back on now. And I think that's kind of the turning Mm -hmm. point for her character, where in season three, she's not going to fall victim to the Vought propaganda machine. Like, she's become so powerful like her impact yeah. and popularity is so big where I'm not going to say it's like Homelanders, but it's in the same realm of ballpark where like she can pretty much she needs to use that. Mm-hmm. She has popularity and she only ever despises it, you know, that's true. If she could somehow use it for, for good or for purposes to try to bring down Vaba like storm hunted. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how she'd really try to bring down Vought, though, because now they're now they're on to her, because she's the one who leaked V in Season 2, so I don't know what she's really going to be able to do to go against them in the third season. That's going to be an awkward conversation. Imagine when her and, uh, when she comes face-to-face with Noir again. That's going to be kind of awkward. Noir won't care. That's like some workplace conflict right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that whole Seven Tower scene is going to be awkward, I think, because the whole... Like, the relationships with all of them are so muddied at this point that I just don't even know how you sit in a boardroom together. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I imagine it was like that before the show started, if you can imagine the timeline yeah. of the show, that they've always had issues, but yet they always still end up cooperating. Like, um, like, there's been tense scenes, like, Starlight, when she got scolded by Homie. Mm-hmm. That scene's really good. The deep gets a nice massage. Oh my Stop talking about the deep. A train. A lot that happens in that room. There's too much that happens. A lot. One random fact that I just thought about: the scene with uh, Starlight in the deep in the first episode, when she basically like uses her powers to break all of the monitors in the um, in the conference room. How do they? Uh, mm-hmm. How do they fix that? How do they just not? How does that just not get brought up? How are they just like, yo, wait, all of our monitors are broken? <laughs> like they probably, they probably did. Like Madeline probably just had it cleaned up. Oh yeah, Madeline's just like, we got to go in here and put in new monitors before they see. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much of their that stuff that goes on that Vought secretly watches and knows about behind the scenes oh so starlight did take her chip out in season two so i wonder Mm -hmm. if they will re-put the chip in her in season three again or if they'll let her go without the chip oh yeah so that's interesting yeah maybe she'll have like more freedom she can truly go wherever she wants and help the boys do you and edgar must have some tricks up his sleeve He's always planning something. I love Edgar. I hope he gets a lot of screen in uh, season three. He can't keep poking Homelander, though, like a bear. It's like poking a bear. What do you think? 
<laughs> what do you think happens with uh, Newman? Do you think she? Do you think she kills somebody this season? Like a uh, like yeah. a big character? I mean, like, do you think she kills someone? We see it in the trailer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, that's probably just some random dude, though. Yeah. But, yeah, she might, or she might get killed off. I don't think she's gonna get killed off because they're building up her character as well. You know who I'm sad they killed off is Alistair. Me too. I really liked him. I really did. He was, yeah. he was interesting. His dynamic with Edgar. He was solid. Mm-hmm. They kill off too many good characters. I know. That's the one thing I didn't like. They'll introduce someone really good and then kill them. Soldier Boy. No, I'm kidding. Lamplighter. I won't kill Soldier Boy, but... Lamplighter, though. Yeah, that's kind of a shame. Although, now the more I think about it, I don't think he's needed in the plot. Like, when it first happened, I was like, oh, you should have kept him. It would have been really cool, but... I think, I mean, the boys' team, if you think about it, is already pretty well established as it is. And yeah, it would have been cool to have Lamplighter there, but I think my opinion's changed on that. Like, I just don't... I think it just would have been kind of a little bit extra at that point. Especially if you have now in Season 3, the boys assumingly taking Compound V. It's like, what do you need an actual soup for anymore, if that's the case? Like, what would you need Lamplighter for? That's true. I mean, he has cool powers. Yeah. I mean, I guess he can light some lamps. (laughs) Yeah. I liked his original suit, too. You know what I'm talking about? The one in the flashback scene? Yeah, me too. That black, that was mm-hmm. a really sick suit. The green one? Mm, I think it was all black. Like that black hoodie that he wore. Are you sure? I thought it was a green hoodie. It might have been. I know the scene itself was pretty dark, so I can't remember. Yeah, it's true. Maybe he has two different costumes, because I'm pretty sure the one that's like the promotional one, it's like a green hoodie with a staff. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening to us today, and it's been a great episode. Happy to be here with you, Vought Productions. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure to be here. I will not actually be here, though, for the next episode, but don't you guys worry. I'm going to have Vought HQ fill in for me, talk to my guy Homelander for a little bit. Whatever they decide to talk about, I'm sure it'll be entertaining, so make sure you tune in for that one. Perfect. And yeah, in that next episode, we'll be talking about... Our gigantic account's getting taken down, and hopefully we'll have better news and updates by that time. Sounds good. Hopefully you guys both get your accounts back, because I still think that's dumb how you both got taken down like that. Especially right before Season 3. Yeah, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, that's it, and we'll see all you real heroes in the next one. Hey.